Will you still need me? Will you still feed me when I'm 64? Welcome to Senior Living Connecticut, a show that explores solutions for Connecticut's families and adults striving for the best in senior living. I'm Bill Corbett, manager at Evergreen Crossings Independent Senior Living and author of the book, The 2.0 Entrepreneur. And I'm Jennifer English, the marketing director at Avery Heights Senior Living. We're sitting down with industry area subject matter experts in this show to find out what they've learned along the way and get them to share it with us to help families in the Connecticut area. In this show, we are now a meeting with Donna Finocchiaro. I'm, I'm, <laughs> the more times you say it, they're better. <laughs> the better I'm getting, I think, I hope, I don't know. She's the owner of Lotus Transitions, and her company is a company that uh, we work with a lot, which is helping seniors transition from their home to uh, community living. The topic for this show, of uh, this segment, is living with less leads to living longer. You know, it's hard for us to realize that because our parents had all this stuff and we've accumulated all this stuff and our, now our grandparents have all this stuff and now they got to move. And I don't know about you, but when I went to move my mom, I just like, oh my gosh, where do we begin? And, and that was just her home. We then discovered she had two storage units. I was just about to say, you're going to you mention this that. Oh, yes. Very, oh my very gosh. often. Or the attic that no one has been up in in oh decades. Oh, my goodness. I actually just had an interesting uh, situation not too long ago where it was this attic was packed fuller than I have ever seen in the past 17 years that I've been doing this professionally. But there's an emotional benefit to trimming down. That's why people, the, the popularity with the tiny homes now, yes. people watching tiny homes, all the because rage. you can't keep all that stuff there, you know? Yeah. And and people ask the question, you know what, one day we're all going to leave this earth, what, you can't take it with you. Right. So if you actually trim down now, uh, one of my favorite authors was uh, Wayne Dyer, and he used to say that when you walk into a room, everything is speaking to you. So in the studio right now, all this stuff, although it's not our studio, if it was, it'd be saying, put me away, sort me, organize me, you know, and that's what your room does or your office does. When you begin to be able to eliminate a lot of that and have a lot of open, clear space, it's emotionally rejuvenating, correct? Yes. And know what he was saying about that, too? Everything has energy. We all know this, right? So the more things we surround ourselves with, the more chatter there is, the more yes. that's going on. There's an expression out there, less is more. We've all heard that, right? I don't know who coined that phrase. It's a great phrase, but less is more. And what they basically are trying to say there is if you can live with less in your life, you have so much more of a fuller life. Right. But as, as you result. know, seniors struggle with that. Sure do. That is not their concept. That's not how they grew up. So for them, they look at everything has value. It's important. This was my great great grandmother's. This was given to me by my, you know, my grandchild. So, like for them, it's really hard. But when you're transitioning from a big home to an apartment size living, it changes the game. So, how do you help them do that? How do you help right. them decide what's more important? So, this is where we gather information by speaking with them. We do an in-person, uh, free in-person consultation with them, just to get to know them. Uh, create that comfort level with us so that they know that they're inviting somebody into the home and they feel comfortable with them. And so what happens there is we start to hear their stories as we're walking from room to room and they start telling us about particular items that are in that china cabinet or on that shelf. And so there's different things that we can do. We don't go in there and just try to, you know, tell them what to do. We are interacting with them and coming up with the solutions together. But again, kind of directing them towards the end result that we're trying to achieve, which is to have less stuff with them when they do that transition. 
And so one of the suggestions that we have that works very, very well is when there are an awful lot of small items in the home, and we already know that family is going to take just so much. You can gift just so much to them. Um, we do say to the adult children that are out there listening today um, that if you are gifted an item, please accept it. Yes, accept please. it lovingly, and um, <laughs> accept more exactly, do what you want with and it. do what you want with it afterwards. It's perfectly fine, but please accept more because that's going to just help them with this process so of you, letting go. You talk to the family privately, away from the. Sometimes the it's all at the same time. Sometimes it's, it's separately. In the best interest of your mom, mm-hmm. yes. please Dad. accept these Take items. Take it. You know, you could always donate it or. Right. Uh, yeah. Have right. a tag sale but or something. But it feels important to them because the, it was important to them and they're giving it to you. So right. then whatever you do with it is totally fine. If they ask about it, be like, oh, yeah, it's on the shelf over here. <laughs> One of our fun things that we do is we can um, suggest creating a memory book. That's what I was about to say. Yes. Take pictures oh of gosh, these great awesome. items you have. Yes. Place it in a nice book on the shelf so then they can open it and go right. back to us and then they can talk about it. That becomes the coffee table book That's in their new apartment. Great. No coffee tables, no co- people. No coffee tables. No coffee that was, table. That was a figure of speech. We do not bring over coffee tables. <laughs> on the bookshelf. <laughs> you got okay, it. We'll do a bookshelf. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yes. <laughs> No, I love that idea. I think it is so important to validate mm-hmm. their feelings. I think it's so important to make sure that they still have the emotional connection because this is a very emotional. Two things. One thing with that, Jennifer, is that, yes, we create the um, memory book for them or suggest that their own family does it for them for reflecting back on. But what we also will say to them is if they have a piece of clothing that's in particularly special for them, put it on, take the photo of that client wearing the item or sitting in that grandmother or great aunt's rocking chair and take the photo of them using the item one last time. So what one of my residents did, um, family members did, who they were partners, passed away. The daughter took all of his shirts and made a blanket out of it. Love it. And it was the most amazing thing in the world. And it meant the world to my resident. And it was just like a piece of him with her. And it was all his favorite shirts. And, you know, there's a lot of special, you could probably get a lot of guests on your, your radio show here that do those types of things. Photo cataloging, the memory blankets, those are all really great resources for us in our industry. And you know what's great is our parents and grandparents came from the industry, or I should say the lifestyle of having photo albums. Yes. You, yes. And we don't have photo albums anymore. It's, it's like familiar. on my phone. Let me show you on my phone. Or let me show you in the, I my know, Google. I know, my son's seven, and I, I have all my pictures of him on my phone. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's crazy. Uh, we actually went through the hard drive phase, yes. and now we're on the phone phase. But they're comfortable having uh, photo albums. Yes, absolutely. What else? So I like to say that when you are letting things go, um, you are leading towards a healthier life. And, and the reason for that is because with fewer items, you have less stress around you, not only all that chatter and all that energy, right, that comes from the items, but you actually have less stress around you. And certainly with less stress, that leads to a healthier lifestyle, and that healthier lifestyle you know, leads to living longer. And a healthier lifestyle, I think this is a good time. What I want to do is talk about your books quick. You, you. brought a couple copies of your books. You're the author of Take Action Journal, 30 Days to Better Organization. Yes. And Embrace Your Space, Inspiring Stories of uh, Reclaiming Home. So we're going to give these away right now. I'm also throwing into the pile a pair of passes or tickets to our Sunday brunch. We're going to give out the phone number right now. And we're going to give prizes. We're going to give these prizes away to the first couple of callers. We'll get uh, the prizes and they can pick until they're all run out. So we can send these out. 
and uh, really enjoy it. You want to talk real quickly about these two books? Sure, I'd be happy to. So um, the Take Action Journal, 30 Days to Better Organization, was really to help anybody at any age level to create organization in their home or to take their organization to another level. And what that basically does is, I'm sure you've all heard, that it takes um, 21 days or 21 repetitions to right, create a right, habit, yep. right? So I expanded on that a little and said 30 days, right? Because you might drop off one day here and there. So if you basically do a small organizing project every day of your life, then by the end of those 30 days, you will have created a new habit. And by creating that new habit, you are then going to continue that. Now, throughout the journal, I give you a little help along the way. I give you some of my top 10 tips. One, my, one of my most favorite ones is start small. Oftentimes Absolutely. people will say, um, oh, I'm going to organize the garage this weekend. I and just I'll started say, stripping my stairs out. Home. There you go. And I'll say, <laughs> why don't you organize one shelf in the garage or one corner of the garage? Because if you start too big, you're going to set yourself up for failure. So the book is all about that. The second book just came out. Actually, it was a bestseller, um, is a bestseller on Amazon um, when it first came out. And it's called Embrace Your Space, Inspiring Stories of Reclaiming Home. And it's a book collaboration. And I'm chapter 16 in that book. Oh, how cool. You know, I think uh, this is worth having you come back just to talk about your books. Be happy to. Uh, seems there's a lot in here that would be very worthwhile. Thank you. To people. Also, maybe we need to bring you out to Evergreen Crossings. And do a little lecture and sell some books at the back of the room. I would be happy to do that. And in fact, that's something that we are are very big on doing is educating the public. Sometimes it's the end user who is the client themselves who might be in their 80s or 90s, but oftentimes it's their adult children. So we want to go out there and we are more than happy to be a panelist or a speaker for you, maybe a lunch and learn. Yes, I love lunch and learn. That'd be fabulous. Or an early afternoon, like, or I'm sorry, a later afternoon, like a 4.30 or something. Whatever Mm. works for either one of you, happy to do that. Lotus Transition does does that a lot. Experts have proven and shown us that living with less actually can lead to longevity. So in the time we have left, you want to add one more thing, something that's uh, that they can do to... Really kind of open up their space? Yes, absolutely. So um, again, I said start small. You don't want to take on the clothing closet. You don't want to take on the drawers of paper. You want to focus on something that you know you're going going to be successful at. And sometimes that could literally be a very small area. It could be a drawer in the kitchen. We all have one. Called the junk drawer. I got rid of mine. There you go. Did you really? <laughs> sure did. <laughs> we all have it. It's the utility drawer. It's the one that everything gets dropped right, in there. My utility drawer is a mess. So, so here's my quick little tip. <laughs> Lay it out on the kitchen counter. Take all the contents and do this with any organizing project. Take everything out of that drawer, put it on the kitchen counter. And as you're taking it out of the drawer, you touch it once and you put like things together. When you start putting like things together, you realize that you have far too many pens Far too many pair of scissors, maybe two staplers in that drawer, but you're also going to find things that don't belong in the kitchen. So true. And then when you do that, you now have the Mm. empty space. You create the containerization or the spaces or the organizers to keep things like together. And then you only put the things that you absolutely need in that drawer, meaning one pair of scissors, a few pens, maybe a Sharpie, and so on. I love it. And uh, the one thing that you're, that you, uh, said in your material before is you really have to have a place to put things. If you don't have a place where you can store something, then it's always going to be hanging out 
in in the drawer or out in the open. In our industry, we call it a place for everything mm. and everything in its place. And that's so true. If something doesn't have a place to live, it will always be a problem. How for can you. people get in touch with you, Donna? So you can reach us on our website at www.lotustransitions.us. Lotus is spelled L-O-T-U-S, <clears throat> like the lotus flower, or info at lotustransitions.us. Uh, I want to thank my uh, co-host, Jennifer English, Director of Marketing at Avery Heights. That's right. How can they get in touch with you? Call me on my cell, 860-372-2583, anytime. This is Bill Corbett. You've been listening to Senior Living Connecticut. When I'm 64.